0: Hey good morning everybody Happy 4th of July Figured it's only fitting I start the recording this episode with the one and only Topher, the Marine rapper, and the infamous song, The Patriot. And I start with that one, because it's one badass song, but two, because I'm sure everybody knows kind of the history... And the quote-unquote controversy behind the song. And the fact that it was banned. And no one really understands exactly why, or there's no official reason why. Because there certainly was no copyright infringement. You know, no laws were broken. Nothing, uh... Nothing out of ordinary, nothing crazy about the song. But I think it should serve as a reminder of exactly what our independence should mean. Right, our independence from tyranny, our rights, our freedoms, freedoms to free speech, Freedoms of the right to bear arms. Freedom of religion. Right? Freedom to basically be who you want to be. And I think on today, not only is it The greatest day of the year every year. Especially after last year. Because it's a fucking joke. But I think it should serve as. You know kind of the beacon. And the pinnacle. The definition of what it means to be in America. Or to be an American. Which is the way it was intended. And always has been up until this last crazy year plus all the things that you know all these politicians and all these people claim to be fighting for and sticking up for and defense of it's all on a false pretext right we all know what america stands for we all know it stands as a country of laws you know, are all laws fair and just? No. But you tell me one thing in life that's perfect. Anything. Any person, any game, any sport. Nothing's perfect. And for those of us who are demanding perfection, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be let down. But again, if we focus on all the reasons that we have to celebrate America, everything that we have, not focus on everything we don't have, right? Let today serve as a purpose for living, right? We are the country that other countries strive to become. And strive to be like. And it's up to us to make sure that that always remains the case. Right? We can't operate under a house divided. We can't operate under, you know, trying to figure out what we have that is not in common and pick fights over and focus on all the wrong things. We got to focus on what we have in common. Right and celebrate our differences. Just because one person thinks one thing, that doesn't mean that everyone else has to think the same thing, right? We live in a world of extremes and it doesn't have to be that way. There is common ground, always. So today, And every day moving forward, just understand that if you're black, you're white, you're Hispanic, Chinese, Korean, Indian, Pakistani, Afghani, straight, gay, you have a robot fetish. You are a robot. Nah, robots are they don't count. First and foremost, you're a human. Second off, we're all American. right? Celebrate that. Stop allowing people to divide us. right? indivisible. One nation under, guess who? God. Again, we've got a lot to be thankful for. Very little to complain about. And if you do feel like you have things to complain about, or you want to feel bad for yourself, stop. Because there's always somebody that has it worse You know I read a story In uh, one of the books I read I can't remember who it was at this point But The story goes as There was a guy one time That was poor So poor That he couldn't afford any shoes. And he wallowed in his self pity. Woe is me. My life is so rough, it sucks. And he goes for a walk one day, and on the street, he met a guy with no feet. And the guy with no feet, There's two ways you can look at it. He was happy as can be, right? To the total surprise of the guy with no shoes. He found other ways to be happy, other reasons to be happy, and things to be grateful for. But the other side of the equation is, don't you think the guy with no feet at some point in his life had the thought or had the feeling or the wish or the dream damn I wish I just had some feet let alone the shoes to go with it right count your blessings yeah appreciate what it took to become this great country There's all kind of narratives you can go down, all kind of rabbit holes you can go go down and find reasons to get pissed off. Pissed off about Columbus coming to North America. Pissed off about the colonists coming over here in the first place. Every single civilization in the history of the world had some sort of... Of violence. Every single one of them. No one is absolving that. Dating all the way back to, yeah, the cavemen, the, the Neanderthals. There's always been conflict. Tribes versus tribes. Countries versus countries. Yankees versus Red Sox. The point is, stop dwelling on all the things that are wrong, right? Because most of the people that do that, they're probably the same people that sit there and focus on what's wrong with their families, their race, their sex, their children, everything. When it's pointing fingers, it's laying blame. If there truly are all these problems that you think you have, what are you doing about it? Because I'll tell you what, the colonists did it. All right, There were a lot of talkers during those days. There were a lot of traders during those days And then there were the doers Right, we talk about talkers and doers all the time on this podcast Talkers talk, doers do Which one are you? Right, are you the one that is going to focus on making a difference? Or are you going to talk about making a difference? Are you the, the kind of person that is going to actually help somebody that you perceive as being mistreated or being picked on? Or are you going to be somebody that just talks about it? All right? Because it's important to, to be you. Respect others for who they are let them be them but be you. Don't force me to be you. And I won't force you to be me. That's called respect. That's called freedom. That's called democracy. And trust me, at the end of the day, everything that irritates me about the government is very, very similar to what irritates you about the government. Even if we're on opposite ends of the belief system. And that's the truth. Right? The truth is that we spend so much time Pretending and wishing that we were something else or someone else. I think back, even in like, you know, high school in the '90s. I remember people wearing, yeah, you know, Che Guevara t-shirts because it was "quote unquote" cool, right? Or you think back to, yeah, you know, Vietnam, right when our troops came back to the U.S. And the commie Jane Fonda, and all her misinformed hippie friends, and college students spitting on soldiers. Mind you, the majority of those soldiers were drafted in the first place, wasn't their fault. to what we see now, right? The blatant disrespect for police. But the same cities that are defunding or trying to defund the police departments are the same ones that are crying for help right now. Imagine how you would feel if you were risking your life every single day and you had to deal with not only what these assholes on the streets are doing to police officers, but then you also knew that you had no top cover. Right? That the government jackasses ahead of you or above you were not going to have your back. Almost. Almost guaranteed in certain towns and cities. Who in the fuck would sign up for that job? Right? My son wants to be a police officer. I think it's noble as hell. But I'm not going to encourage him to be a police officer if this is the climate. Right? Are there some people that become police officers because they've got, you know, some Napoleon inferiority complex? Sure. I know a couple of those. But that's like saying that because one psychopath mom kills her children, all moms are psychopaths. Right, because one man beats his wife, all men beat their wife. Right? Stereotypes, judgments. Before they're proven, before there's any factual evidence whatsoever, we just make these general assumptions. And unfortunately, most of the time, it's because of your experience with a certain person, certain individual, whatever it is, right? You have trust issues. So I can certainly understand why some people in this country feel that the U.S. is oppressive. And I don't blame those people. The people I blame are those that are surrounding those people, those that, you know, had an opportunity to make their life better and did not take that opportunity, right? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if any one of you has an opportunity to help somebody else in any scenario, you damn well better do it. Right? Because where you are in life right now, it ain't my fucking fault. Where I am in life right now, it ain't your fucking fault. Your status in life is because of you and you alone. Are there some accomplices that, that may have played a, a role in that? Whether you're successful or not, happy or not, sure. But at the end of the day, you're the fucking CEO. You're the CEO of yourself. You're the CEO of your life. God put you on this earth, not to make the worst of it, but to make the best of it. And I'll be honest, the greatest things typically come out of the most challenging situations, right? The biggest lessons. And some of you people that are in shitty situations, you're pretty fucking tough. Otherwise, God wouldn't put you in that situation because he knows you can get through it. I personally know a lot of people that have overcome the odds I've heard more stories about it as well. I'm sure you have too. Maybe you're one of those people that defy the odds. Life is a game. It's a game. It's an infinite game. From the moment you are born until the moment you die, it is a game. It's a game of survival, It's a game of successes and failures, winning and losing, trying to be the best. And wherever you are right now, whatever you did yesterday, whatever you do today, you can always do better, always. That's the beauty of life. You always have an opportunity to step up your game. Right? Everyone has 24 hours in a day. Everyone. The same amount of time. You ever stop to think of why some people can make the most of their 24 hours every single day? And why some people never seem to be able to? I think you get got a lot of people in the middle. That they'll have a great day, and then they have three crappy days, and they have a great day, and so on and so forth. Why is that? What's the secret behind that? I'll tell you right now. Everybody has an opportunity. The key is... You gotta build up the confidence in yourself. And that doesn't happen overnight. You don't just wake up and say, fuck yeah, I'm gonna take over the world. It takes action. Massive, massive action. Right? And as you take that action, you start to get some wins. You celebrate those wins. Those wins make you want to get more wins. Right? It's like in baseball. You stand up there, you don't take your swings. What's the best thing that can happen? You walk. Right? You either get hit by the pitch or you walk. Now, what's the worst thing that can happen? You can strike out. Now, suppose you go up there and you take your swings. Right? You swing. What's the worst thing that can happen? You strike out. But at least you strike out swinging. Right? You're giving yourself an opportunity, a chance to do something phenomenal. All right? Best thing that happens you hit a home run, you hit a triple. You hit a double, you hit a single. You get a hit. Life is all about taking your swings and getting your hits. Sometimes you get your home runs. Sometimes you just get a streak of singles. But isn't that a lot fucking better than just sitting there looking and striking out? Right, even for fans, when fans watch baseball games, parents watch baseball games. Sit in the stands, listen. Just listen to I don't care if it's little league, high school, professional, college, whatever, any level of baseball. Listen to the parents when their children strike out looking. They don't even try, they don't even take a swing how disappointed they are. Borderline disgusted at times. And it's not because they're personally attacking the kid or even the game. But that's exactly the metaphor for life. Right, as a parent, I don't want my kids to not take chances. Take chances, take risks. Lose. Fuck, if you lose 10 out of 10 times, but you tried your ass off, I'll celebrate the hell out of that. Right? You don't judge somebody on whether they had one great day in their life. You look at somebody as shit, over the last 43 years, What have I done? What have I accomplished? Where have I made mistakes? What could I have done better? What lessons did I learn? What lessons did I not learn? What lessons did I not pick up on? Right? And tying it back to the revolution. How in the fuck did a bunch of ragtag colonists beat the greatest army in the world? how well for first for starters we outsmarted them we changed the battlefield we changed our tactics right resorted to more like a guerrilla warfare right unconventional but I think even bigger than that it was for a cause a cause that we believed in A cause that every human being on earth should believe in and is entitled to. That cause is freedom. Freedom isn't free. Never has been, never will be. Luckily, we have so many people that are willing to sacrifice and lay down their lives to protect our freedom. So that we could sit on our ass and complain about this country, and complain about how fucked up it is, and how everybody's a bunch of assholes, and we have to do nothing about it, except sit there and point fingers. Right? Sit on the sidelines. We don't have to do shit. When was the last time a fucking parade helped anybody? Seriously. It's fun for kids. It's fun to go watch the town watches, blah, blah, blah. But when has that ever helped a group? Right? Protesting. What the fuck does that do? Take some action. Talk to people on the other side. Right? Whatever you believe, find the group that disagrees with you. Talk to them. Pick their brain. Why do they see things the way they see it? Why do you see things the way you see it? It's time we do what the colonists did. And figure out how to be problem solvers. Because what we do now is instead of solving problems, we fuck up the problem and make it worse, and then we create more problems. And quite frankly, the main reason for that is we got a bunch of candy asses Right with no spine, that have never been told no by their parents. There's been no negative consequences in their whole fucking life. And honestly, I, I, I think most people blame the millennials, and I don't, because I know a fuck ton of millennials that they got a bigger sack than a lot of people my age and older. It's not the millennials. You know, I would say that my generation is more to blame than the millennials. But I don't think it was my generation. I think it was the boomers. Right? I think I think after you know World War One and World War Two, I think that we were so terrified of tyranny. And we took it to an extreme. And I think we coddled, we coddled our, you know, our nation's youth. And I think the byproduct is they then coddled their kids. Or it was the other extreme of just being total assholes to them. And again, not everybody. But I think as a, as a greater majority, that's how it, that's how it was. I think another issue is, you know, the attempt to remove God from things, from life. I'm guilty of that for a while. Glad I'm getting right. Right? Because I think you you allow yourself to be influenced by others more. Right? If you don't have that, that sound ground truth. Write the word of God And personally I don't care if you Are Christian, Muslim, Jewish Buddhist That that means nothing to me What I do care about Is that you believe in something Because that's what keeps you grounded That's what keeps you sane You gotta believe in something. Again, you do you. But you gotta believe in something, some higher being. Because how in the fuck did any of us get here if that's not true? Hey, be grateful for what you have. Be thankful. Say it and show it every single day. Show your gratitude every single day. Give thanks every single day. Touch the ground. Now reach up to the sky. Look around. Look around at this amazing country that we are all fortunate enough to live in. The country that people are willing to lose their children to get them in the country. They're willing to die to get in the country. If this country is so fucking bad, who in the fuck is gonna allow their children to come here knowing that they're probably gonna die on the trip, or potentially never see their children again. If this country's so bad, why would people get on a raft, a fucking man made raft made out of milk jugs, to come here from Haiti or Cuba knowing that they're almost certainly gonna die? Almost certainly. They still do it. What kind of Shit country. Would people be willing to do that for? And therein lies the problem. This is not a shit country. Never has been, never will be. Don't care who sits in the fucking White House. It is not a shit country. There may be some shitty things about our country. Mainly people... Right? Mainly politicians. And again, this has nothing to do with Democrats. It has nothing to do with Republicans. Because they're all assholes. All of them. This has to do with the United States of America. The greatest country ever. Ever. Whatever you have right now, because you're in America. And for those of you who think you'll have it better in other countries, go for it. Go for it. Go spend a year in China. Go spend a year in North North Korea. Go spend a year in Haiti. See what it's like in other, other countries, other parts of the world. I'll bet you'd wanna come back here. And if not, hey, good on you, right? Maybe you could bring some of the ideas from America to these other countries and help them out, right? But at the end of the day, today, July 4th, celebrate us. Celebrate our country, celebrate you, celebrate what it means to be American, right? Even if you just take five minutes shift take two minutes to say thank you thank you for allowing me to come to the country thank you for allowing me to be born in this country bottom line is god bless america enjoy your day don't shoot your hands off have fun happy birthday america